It's very ironic. This show is called Paradigm Shifters because our guest today is uh, shifting paradigms, the way you think, the way I think, the way we use our own normal frequencies, because I think there's an evolution afoot. So my name is Veronica Entwistle. We've been running Paradigm Shifters and meeting amazing people for a few years now, but our guest today uh, Jerry Sargent, calling in from England, is really going to take us on a bit of a wild ride. So welcome to the show, Jerry. Hey, Veronica. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I'm so excited to talk to you because going through all of your material, I, I just got really excited. I just, as I'm also an intuitive, and I keep seeing waves of uh, vibrations coming down and influencing all of life on the planet Earth. And I feel like it's bringing us into potential evolution. Who knows how long that'll take. And then I'm listening to your wonderful, uh, even the little, the little descriptions you do or the little pieces of meditation that you do, which are really empowering. But I thought, you know, that's bang on. That information I'm seeing visually, you're talking about it with a lot more clarity than I've got so far. And am I right about that? Yeah, I mean, the whole universe is based on uh, mathematical code, waves of light, vortexes of energy. And so, you know, when you look at a website or you, you tap into any kind of information stream, whether it's verbal or auditorial, you know, when you're tuned in and you're tapped in, you know, you feel those frequencies. Some people see those frequencies because the whole empty space is, is not really empty. It's, it's full and rich and bountiful with this information. So it is everywhere. And change is everywhere, isn't it? I mean, everything has to be changing because nothing is out there sitting still so you can map it and keep it safe right that way. <laughs> so who's Jerry Sargent? For heaven's sakes, you're a man who's got so many talents. And uh, I guess what I wanted to say is, wow, you made some huge changes in who you are, how you perceive life, and the amazing healing work you do. Can you tell us a bit about what that, you know, what kicked it off and why you? <laughs> well, I mean, I had a very, very different life to what I have now. I mean, now we, 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 we travel the world and, and train people to heal with this, with this frequency that we call star magic. And uh, we've trained thousands of people in over 40 countries since we started in 2016. And, um, you know, it's just beautiful to be on this ride and, and be empowering so many people and showing people how to heal themselves and others and groups and just to kind of share the knowledge and the wisdom and help people remember what they've already got inside of themselves. Not really teach them, but help them wake up and remember what's, what's inside of their heart, their DNA you know, on, on a deep, deep level, everybody carries this wisdom and this information. Uh, but, you know, my life was so different before. I mean, I used to, I mean, I used to smuggle drugs for a, for a living. I was involved in lots of other criminal activities. And, you know, my life was like this for a long time. And then the kind, there, there was a number, there wasn't really kind of one sort of chip, like major thing that shifted it. It was a whole stream of events. Mm. And um, one of the major ones was a car crash. I mean, I was I was in Romania with my ex-wife and children. And they were in the back of the taxi. I was in the front. The taxi driver was driving and I was asleep. It was like really early hours of the morning. And we were driving back to Bucharest Airport after being uh, being in Romania to see my ex-wife's um, family. And, and we're, we're driving along and I hear this loud crash and this loud bang. And I wake up and there's glass and there's wind and the taxi's like swaying from side to side. And I remember thinking to myself, boy, we're in a bad accident. We're either going to hit the oncoming traffic or the car's going to flip over. And then all of a sudden we stopped. And I looked around and there was no cars on the road. And taxi driver looked petrified. Our daughter, Alea, was underneath the driver's seat. There was no seatbelts in the cab. And, and Laura had Josh in her arms and both their mouths were full of glass. And I looked in front of me and there was a hole in the window. And there was also blood dripping down my face, but I, I wasn't cut or anything. And I thought, this is really, really weird. So I got out of the taxi and I looked up the road. It was, it was literally just starting to get daylight. 
and I saw these two ladies lying on the side of the road. And I looked a bit further up the road, and there was what looked like a dead body, maybe 100 metres back. And what had happened is three ladies were crossing the road in the morning, and the first one got hit. She came through the windscreen, smacked me in the face whilst I was asleep, and got flipped over the car and died. second one had her ankles cut off, and the third one was physically oh. okay. Oh, my gosh. So it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I... I I walked up the road and a man had come out from a nearby factory and he was on the phone. So I thought he must be calling the emergency services. There was nothing I could do with a woman with her ankles like cut off. Uh, so I just carried on walking. I was kind of fixated on what looked like this dead body. So I'm walking up the road. I got closer and closer. got within about 10 meters and I saw this energy over her body. And I, I you know, I now know it was her soul at the time. I was looking thinking, what is that? This is crazy. And I looked and I was shaking my head, like trying to get it out of my head. Like, you know, in a way I didn't want to see it, but I did at the same time. And I've, I've got closer and closer. And the, 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 this energy source, her soul, it kind of fizzled off into the, into the ether and um, just disappeared. And by that time, I was, I was above the lady's body looking down and her legs were like wrapped up over her head. She was completely smashed to pieces. Wow. And it was like someone had taken it. Yeah, it was like someone had taken an old car to the scrap heap. Wow. Like this, whatever was inside the body, it it had no use for it anymore. So boom, it had just gone on its merry, merry way. And I looked up to the heavens, looked back down at the body, looked up again. And I, I remember just saying, thank you. I felt really blessed to be in this situation. It was, it was like the universe smacked me around the face and just said, Jerry, wake up. We're so much more than these physical bodies. And I kind of got to see this like in real time, like the, the, what, there was something beyond the physical that was inside of it. And then it was outside of it. Then it went and the body of this dead mass was on the floor. And um, I remember thinking, I want a whiskey and a cigarette, but I don't smoke and I don't smoke cigarettes and I don't drink whiskey. But it's, I felt it felt like a celebratory moment. So this kind of like it catalyzed something in me, because after this experience, a few weeks or so later, um, my ex-wife had a headache and a migraine and she's lying down on the bed and I thought to myself I can take this out of your head so I walked over to her and I looked in her head and I could see the headache it was green so I reached in grabbed it and pulled it out and she got up off the bed like she didn't have a headache and I thought to myself that's a little bit weird you know like you know I, this spiritual stuff was all kind of it, it was new you know mm-hmm. and um Yes, yeah, so that was the first kind of healing thing. Around the same time, I met my first kind of spiritual guide teacher in this in this world, who works for Scotland Yard in the psychic division. She taught me how to remote view, how to access parallel lives, uh, past lives, future lives, how to bring my light out of my body and travel through different dimensional spaces. So I kind of got like leveled up quite quick, and then there was a whole chain of events which led us to living in New Zealand, where I ended up having some encounters with extraterrestrials, got taken to another planet, had some big download of geometrical codes, hmm. spent time in ancient mystery schools in Egypt where they showed me how to use the codes. And I went on this kind of journey for a few years. And um, in 2016, we started Star Magic. Wow. Well, tell me this quickly. Is your uh, I don't want to go too far into your family life, but... Did they all uh, get triggered into uh, different awakenings as well, your children and your wife? Well, my kids at the time were like two months old and two years old. Oh, I see. So ever since, yeah, ever since they've been little, like, you know, I, I've been on this journey, I think, around the time that my daughter was about two. Okay. Two, three years old. So um, I bought, she's always kind of like been in this field and she's, she, she's traveled me with me all over the world to run these trainings since we started. And so they're, they're, they're really kind of in tune, wow. you know, so it's not like abnormal, all of this stuff, you know, we encourage them to, 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 to talk to angels and ETs and, and just, you know, meditate and heal themselves and, and all this stuff. So, yeah. So it took a little bit of training, jumping back to uh, going to New Zealand, etc took a little bit of training for you to get right in touch with a lot of the, 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 the way you were uh, uh, constructed with frequencies and the way the frequencies are in the world and, and beyond the world. Is that right? It took a, a bit of training and learning and all that? Or did it well, sort of hit well, you like I, I was, boom, boom, boom like that? 
a, a little bit of both because first of all I was smuggling drugs and all my friends were not into this sort of stuff okay. so like I, I, there was a lot of resistance because I was like how am I going to tell them I'm speaking I'm seeing angels and fairies and speaking, speaking <laughs> to extraterrestrials and I'm, I'm doing all this kind of crazy stuff they're going to think I'm nuts so I, you know I fought and resisted and also I was making really good money smuggling drugs so I, I had to give all of that stuff up uh-huh. And, and what actually happened is I went on this kind of journey where the universe stripped me of everything. It stripped me of every bit of cash, property. Like I, I was back, back to, to, to being on the street um, at one point. And then and that's when it started. That's when it really kicked off. Wow. Uh, and then I kind of embraced it. And I thought, you know what, it, I'm just going to go with it. And as soon as I surrendered and just kind of accepted it, everything just poured into my life and, and, and it just started working. And uh, it's just... It's, it just got better and better. Hmm. And the more I embraced it, the easier it becomes. Wow. And so it's more like when I look at all your material or some of your material, I go, well, it's kind of like an unfurling, isn't it? Like it's like some of the stoppers get pulled off and then what you're, what's the kernel of your incredible wisdom starts to unravel so it can share in the world. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, uh, like, I, I mean, you know, so many things have happened to me since I've been on this journey. I mean, you know, a few years ago, I was in Turkey and um, I, I was I was at a healing center working on some some clients. And uh, like what I realized later on in my journey that this stuff has been happening since birth. And, and the way that I found out was I was in, in this healing center and this bathroom that came in, like I was saying, and it started pumping fire. I managed to get it out of my space. And then anyway, I finished up my day healing. I went to the gym that evening. And uh, when I went into the gym, I set this kind of circuit up and I started training. And this really big guy came over and he started moving my weights around. And I said, listen, mate, I'm just about to do a circuit. So anyway, he, he, got, he got a little bit angry. And I could see in his eyes that he wasn't himself. And something had taken him up, taken over him to try and, try and pick a fight with me. Okay. So like, we had this little incident. Then I went and had a sauna. And I was in the sauna. And I'm sat there just in my, um, in my swimming trunks. And uh, I look at the little glass hole in the sauna door and I see uh, a being that had a, a Tyrannosaurus Rex head and these oh, two wow. other kind of um, green beings within. Wow. And I was like, what is going on? They, they were just staring at me. And uh, anyway, so I thought something's happening. So I, anyway, I stayed in the sauna for a bit. I got out, went and got changed. And then I started like sort of like, I was sort of like like daydreaming, going into a bit of a meditative state. And I started getting information on my birth. So I was adopted and fostered as a kid and um, also raped as a baby as well by my first foster parents. Oh, my gosh. And I knew knew that I had to get in touch with my real mum. And I actually found her like several years before. But I thought I need to call her and ask her about my birth. So I came out of the gym came out of the sauna, phoned her up, and I said, listen, I need you to tell me everything you can about my birth. So she started to tell me, like, um, when, 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 she, when she was pregnant, she didn't tell her mum and dad that she was pregnant, so she told them that she was going away to college. So she went away to college for, for a year, mm-hmm. had the baby, but she didn't go to college. She went to this special home for, for, for pregnant women that were pregnant out of wedlock. Okay. So when she was in this home, it was time to give birth. They took her to this crazy room, they left her there for 13 hours. She was screaming. She was crying. No one came in to see her. And then when it was the time to, to give birth, these two men walked in with black masks covering their faces and a, 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 a woman doctor with, with a mask on too. And the men just walked, just walked up to her, parted her legs. They started cutting her vagina. They Ew. reached in and just ripped me out. Yeah, they ripped me out, went and stuck me in another room, and they never let her see me, and they left me there crying for ages. And then they didn't say any, not one word to her, and they just left the room, left her crying, left her bleeding. And then a couple of hours later, they came back in, gave her no medication, and stitched her back up. <gasps> she went through a very painful experience. Oh, my God. And I realized that they did that on purpose to try and, like, fragment my consciousness, split my personality so that they could, you know, mind control me. And uh, so... I, I started getting the recall of what happened through my early childhood and being taken on spacecraft or in G- dream time and all sorts of different things. So I realized that I actually came to Earth to, to kind of share star magic and they knew that. And so they tried to kind of disrupt it from the very start, you know. 
Wow, this is amazing. So you think that those were men in black, literally that kind of thing, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure who they were. Some kind of like, you know, above government officials. I'm not sure 100%, but yeah, someone that, that knew that I was coming to share this frequency later on in my life and they wanted to, to, to do everything in their power to stop it happening. Wow, so where were you? Do, you? do you know where you were coming from? I, I, I can't resist that question. As a soul, you know, as I a spirit. Yeah, like when in 2009, I was meditating in my friend's pyramid in, in New Zealand and a little space pod landed in the garden and there was a blue lyran being in it. And I went and got inside and they took me through a portal and we landed on Alpha Centauri and they wow. took me to meet all of these lyran beings, about 200 of them. And it felt like coming home. There was so much love. And then they took me to meet this lyran elder in this kind of like building constructed of light. And that's where I had my first download of geometry. And that's where the healing codes came from, star magic. So I have a very strong, like, affiliation with the feline Lyran beings. Wow. So let's go back to your mother just very briefly. Is she a, a kind of an ET source as well? Why, why was she your mother? Do you know? Well, my, my mum, well, I don't know who my dad is for starters. My, my dad, all I know is that his name was Danny and he was about six foot. And he had blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm. And he met my mum in a pub one night, had a one night stand. And that was kind of it. And uh, when she got pregnant and stuff, there's a whole kind of story around this. But it's a long one. It's no point kind of going down the rabbit hole. But um, yeah, she, she, he, apparently he moved to Australia and she couldn't get hold of him and all this sort of stuff. And she, she, her, her, her parents were gypsies from Ireland. Oh, wow. So I have this kind of like, uh, like gypsy Irish, Egyptian blood i've got kind of german and like um jewish like dna oh good um, for you so, so you got a lot of folklore in there yeah. too yeah yeah absolutely you know so mm-hmm. so it's a pretty interesting uh soul history so i asked like why you i guess what's really fascinating and we're going to get into what kinds of things you do but why are some people selected for, it seems like, are some people selected for this sort of thing? Is that a long cellular journey or do you have any ideas about that? Maybe it is only ideas or we can't be sure, I suppose. I, I mean, yeah, for me personally, I, I always remember as a kid, yeah, I always wanted to be in the army. Mm-hmm. And like I was always, I always knew that I was, I was here to like kind of go to war. And, you know, as a kid, um you know, I was always out running with sticks in my hand and I'd be running up the hills and, you know, through streams and just and, and shooting things with my pretend gun. And, and when I was like 15, 16, I, I went to for an interview at the army office. But what happened, I was on the way to the army office and I walked past a pub and I saw my friend in there. And I thought, I'll just go in and say hello. And I ended up having like three or four pints of lager. And I went to the army interview office and they said, get out because I stunk of alcohol. They said, this isn't right for you. But I think my my friend was just put there because I had to um, have the alcohol to not go in the army. Because if I had gone in the army, I would have gone down the soldier road and probably my energy would have been used for destructive purposes. Mm-hmm. So, But what, what what happened is the discipline and all of that side of life, which I'm a very disciplined, focused human. Like I feel right now I'm here to kind of, you know, fight this kind of earthly galactic war in this, you know, in this human body and, and, and bring light and, 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 and love back to planet Earth with many other souls that are doing the same thing. So that's, uh, would you call that your, your purpose? Or uh, I guess I'm fascinated Absolutely. by the possible wave of change coming up. You know, the, the world is kind of tangled right now. And I'm going, I know that we're evolving, that I know that we can rise beyond this. That's kind of how I'm seeing. What do you think of that? You know what I mean? Like you're part of the army, if you will, of light workers. Yeah, there's many earth angels here at the moment, you know, sovereign soldiers, galactic titans that are here in these human bodies that have, have done this on other planets. Mm-hmm. And we're just here, just, just, just going through the, the mill again. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing new. Um, we, m- many of us don't remember doing it before, but, but it's something we've done many times. And, and now many, many souls uh, are kind of, their, their divine sparks are igniting and they're remembering why they came here. 
and the courage is rising in them to step up and speak their truth and be authentic and actually stand up and 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 be sovereign and you know live a sovereign lifestyle and stop playing by the rules and the regulations that the government put in place for us and realizing that no one's there to help us and no one's there to really serve us we're here to serve ourselves and take responsibility and help ourselves thrive and what we have to do is as a species it is step into our power you know by empowering ourselves and realizing no one's coming to save us and and, and unify as a collective and then start to create new ways of being on the world and, and and structures to put in place to support the new star children that are coming down because they're the ones with the new wave of knowledge the new wave of wisdom mm-hmm. they're carrying the new light coast and and we as adults that are w- woken up we have to kind of create that foundation for them and that's what re- we're really doing with star magic mm-hmm. at the moment we're building healing centers and the healing centers are going to be healing centers in communities, but the main real reason is, is they're, they're going to be playgrounds for the children. Oh, wow, safe, really? To showcase their, their real abilities. Hmm. Isn't that exciting? So the oneness, the whole issue of oneness rises in this. It, you know, we use that, we hear that word tossed around here, there, and everywhere, but it's what you're kind of talking about, a unified uh, evolutionary growth. Is that what you're saying, a kind of developing community? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're all connected, you know, mm-hmm. by energy anyway. I mean, we're all part of this. We're all kind of, I don't know whether you call it godheads or, or fragmented pieces of the same energy source. I mean, it's like you know, God, spirit, universal intelligence, whatever label you give it, is manifested into many different forms, and we're all part of a great big jigsaw puzzle. And and we're actually starting to realize that, and 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 more and more people are waking up, becoming more conscious, and realizing that we're all part of the whole. Um, even though we're we're connected by energy, by love, at the same time, many of us have been separate in these human bodies. But we're actually starting to to come together now and and support each other and love each other and respect each other where there's less judgment and more acceptance. Mm -hmm. And and that in itself is creating a much higher vibration on the planet. Mm. And, you know, you you went through some really cataclysmic uh, influences that really... I guess I have several questions about that. When, when people have these shocking, shocking events, and it's like uh, a big skin or something or a big uh, shell that's been removed and they start to see beyond, et cetera, et cetera, would you say that a lot of the people who are in this growing and uh, self-empowering uh, consciousness came from events that are fairly shocking? Or, uh, you know what I mean? Trauma? Yeah, I, 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 it- yeah, it feels like most people have had uh, a, a, an early start in life that wasn't so pleasant in whatever format that might take. Mm-hmm. They've experienced some kind of trauma in this life and other realities. You know, we, we carry the soul trauma with us from lifetime to lifetime. We do. On a, on a, on we a do. On a soul level or a DNA level. Okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and why do we, why do we carry it? Do you think it's just a part of our knowing that we don't buy into... Uh, some of the crap that's going on is it to keep us isolated or not isolated well, but separated from that well if, if if a soul has an experience you know at some point you know, in, in the in the quantum field but physically somewhere then if that's if, if that soul fragment doesn't deal with that trauma it kind of gets stuck in that in that time space mm-hmm. so and it's, it's like you're in a child if you have a trauma uh, two years old or four years old, whether there's rejection or, or, or some kind of beating or whatever it might be, some kind of trauma from something. Like there's a piece of your inner child that gets left in that space. Unless you go back and collect it, then it's going to stay there. So what we're doing at the moment in, in, in this reality, which is really important for everyone, is, is defragmenting and bringing all of those soul fragments back into the now space, all of the dark fragments, the light fragments, and we're merging back into wholeness. And this is where we're becoming powerful because we're becoming a master of dark and light. Like a lot of people want to run into the light and away from the dark, but you're never ever going to be a powerful, powerful being unless you embrace the dark, embrace the light and merge it into wholeness and become everything. Hmm. So this is what we're here for right now is to become everything. Well, Jerry, did you have to encounter that part of you that was raped as an infant? Did I? 
have to meet that part of you well, and bring it back into a safe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my biggest thing in life has been rejection. Okay. And it took me ages, ages to work through that because I couldn't find that missing piece when I was a kid. It wasn't until I started getting the recall um, that I was able to go back and, and bring it into healing. Yeah. So you got it as, a, as an infant. You could remember that experience, huh? It's, cr- it's crazy. I, rem- I, remember them, I remember being given to my foster parents. I'm, I'm like lying sideways in their arms. I'm seeing the car drive away that dropped me off and then walking up the garden into the house. So I, I've got the memory from when they dropped me off like all the way through. It's crazy, yeah. Well, when you work with people, do you go back? Are you able to catalyze their uh, awakening into various parts of their life that might have been sort of buried in their subconscious or so on? Uh, absolutely. We we found a really fast and effective way way to do it using geometry and, and, and light codes through star magic. So, you know, if someone comes to us and they've got liver cancer or they've got, you know, diverticulitis or whatever it might be, a bad knee out of a bad shoulder, eyesight issues, then that's just the body communicating with them and saying, listen, you need to deal with this and, and you need to look internally because all the body parts mean something. Mm-hmm. So, but we've never been taught how to read the body and how to go in and actually heal ourselves. So what we do is if someone comes to us with an issue, we will treat them like a, a computer. Mm-hmm. So the body and brain is a biological computer and that biological computer is downloading information 24 7 365 it's downloading information from the quantum field it's downloading information from past lives future lives present day life experiences and all of those experiences are like hard drives plugged into the computer some are positive some are not so positive so what we do is we go in and we 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 dissolve the timelines and bring the soul fragments into healing and that is like unplugging them from the hard drive and plugging in a new data stream so mm-hmm. they can't access the, the information and the data and the geometry and the code that is, is giving them some kind of dis-ease, illness, injury, whatever it is. And that's how they heal. It's mm-hmm. like if you've got a computer, right? Imagine you've got a website that's yellow mm-hmm. and you want to change the website from yellow to blue. Mm-hmm. A, a computer guy goes into the back end and changes the code. Right. And then on the front end, the website changes. Sure. So what we do is go into the back end of someone's biological computer, body and brain, in the quantum field, change the code, and then the physical healing takes place. Wow. And I noticed that you said even broken bones, you've managed to do that. How does that work? It, it, not, it, broken bones, eyesight, brain tumors, none of it's any different. They're just symptoms. So you treat everything the same. If someone's got a double C-shaped spine, you can correct it. Everything can be done in the quantum. Like everything manifests out of the quantum field. So once you go into the quantum where the building blocks of the the physical world lie and you start to shift them around, then physical healing takes place. It doesn't matter what the symptom is. All symptoms are just symptoms. Like a headache is no, let's say um, a broken leg is no worse than a headache. Okay. The trigeminal neuralgia is no worse than a headache. Cancer is no worse than a headache. Like all of these things are just just symptoms. So you're saying that the wit and wisdom of the physical world isn't quite that uh, imperious, right? <laughs> no, I mean, if 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 you wanna if you wanna change something in the physical, you have to go quantum. Okay. You now, what, is, like, how, what does that mean? You were going to use uh, two things you've mentioned. One is quantum, but the other part is this, these geometrics. Can you kind of give us a little run through of how to do those? I guess not everybody listening is going to be able to just do that, but, you know, maybe you can coach us to be aware well, to it. Everything is code. So if, if you look at a tree, then a tree to some people will look solid. But okay. if, you're, if, you, if you view that tree through with your third eye, you're going to see the either particles or waves or whatever it is that make up the tree underneath. And, and within that, you have geometry and mathematics. Like everything is mathematics and code. So it's about understanding the code and then knowing how to change the code. And that's what we teach on, on our Star Magic training. We've got level one, level two, level three, level four. We take people through the whole process so they can understand this. Wow, is it? It's really is it a huge? I mean, like, how long are your workshops? Um, level one is uh, seven days. Level two is seven days. Level three is ten days. 
And then level four is actually coming and facilitating your own uh, training with me helping. Hmm. Sounds really exciting. I might even come. So there. <laughs> so, Every, but, everyone on the planet but the thing with you is I don't think you ever stop growing and changing. It seems like you're always, I guess one of the things I like working with healing is seeing motion in every situation in little cells and this and that. When you're talking about quantum, are you talking about what in that kind of motion you can see it creating its form in a different way? Can you, is that what you would kind of say? Is yeah, it? I mean, if you, if you go beyond the physical form, mm-hmm. everything is energy. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you tune into that energy, you'll see that it's made up of geometrical patterns. Okay. And that is the quantum field. So it's beyond the physical. It's just, it's, it's a different frequency band. Everything's lighter. Everything's it's free flowing and moving. I mean, if you've ever kind of like come out of your body or had a near death experience, um, the, the first time that I really realized like the, the power of this was, it was back in like 2014, I think it was maybe 2015, one of the two, but I, I, I split up with my ex-wife, like before we kind of split up properly. And um, I, I went back to visit her and the children and, and have dinner. And we were chatting on the sofa afterwards and we were just in this real deep conversation and this wave of energy, it came and swept through my body and it knocked me back onto the sofa. My. And in, 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 in this moment, I realized that I'd never loved myself properly. I, I, you know, I didn't really know that I hadn't loved myself. But in this moment, I did. And suddenly my, my, my consciousness was above my physical body and I was looking back down. And I was, I was everywhere. I was literally, I could think of somewhere and I'd be there. But, you know, I, everything was accessible. And I was just floating above my body. And it was the most incredible, magical experience. Uh, that, and, and it's hard to describe. And then the next thing that happened, I was outside the front door. I don't know how I got there, but I was stripping all of my clothes off, crying my eyes out. Oh, and my. I was crying tears of joy and happiness. I was so happy, but I was so hot and sweating from this experience. I was outside just trying to cool down, but I didn't even realize I was doing it. And I was kind of coming around, taking my clothes off. And I just sat there afterwards, just blissed out. Like this, this was a massive kind of shift for me in this moment, you know, to realize you'd never loved yourself, but then suddenly to experience pure love. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was just a, a gift, you know, a gift. It's like you totally shifted out of the three-dimensional reality, right? Yeah, and that is what the quantum field is. That's, that's, you know, it's source energy, it's love, it's just all of these terms. You know, I, I was, I was just everything. I, I, I could have been on any planet at the same time. I could have been on a hundred planets at the same time. My consciousness just expanded wherever I kind of thought I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. and I just knew everything. I was so tapped, tapped in. When you say you knew everything, it was like beyond your own reality or beyond your own world, beyond your own uh, experiences, but other people's as well. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was just available. Availability was the thing that kind of I brought back to my, I I just couldn't believe how readily available everything was. It was a little bit like when I went to uh, Alpha Centauri. Like when I was there, um, it was the first time I'd really had telepathic communication and they were telling me, um, what kind of foods they ate and, and how long the, the, the women's pregnancy cycle was. And like this information was just flooding into me. And it was not, not like I was asking for it, mm-hmm. but I was just downloading it somehow. Hmm. And I'd never had that experience before. Uh, and that was beautiful. So what happens, uh, somebody I was talking to recently says, when you have those kinds of transcendent experiences, you'll never forget it. It's so illuminating that it's just there. It's not going to ever be gone is that right yeah i think once you go there you can't go back like what once you've experienced that and and that was like when i had the car crash and saw the soul there was no going back mm-hmm. and, and everything that's happened has been like another step over the next piece of the, uh, the next line it's like another line in the sand another line in the sand and you just keep stepping forward and you, you, you experience more and more and you can just never go back Mm-hmm. You can't unsee these things and unexperience these things and you know they're there. So you're always kind of looking for more of it and wanting more of it because it's just, it's more beautiful than anything in this physical world. And you wouldn't want to go back anyway, would you? 
No chance. No chance. <laughs> so when you're leading people through these uh, facilitating workshops or through sessions, you know, one-on-one sessions or that sort of thing, can you get them to, can you induce or help them be induced to have these these experiences that take them right out of the three dimensions, third dimensional Absolutely. Realm? I mean, we, 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 yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we've, we've got a meditation library on our website and you've only got to go and listen to a few of those. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you're out, you're out of your body and you're drifting, and you know you're, you're having extremely emotional experiences. I watched uh, one uh, a while back today, and it was so beautiful and so incredibly mesmerizing. I wanted to go out of my body, but I didn't. <laughs> but your your website's really uh, engaging, you know. So if a person comes in, maybe you could tell people at home a little bit more about what happens when they come into uh, a gathering or sessions with you or something. Does it, um, you talk about the codes and you talk about the quantum and you talk about uh, uh, geometrics and stuff. Do we all get to experience all of those? Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the level one training is about uh, showing you how to heal yourself and how to heal other people and, you know, small groups of people. And then le- level two training is about doing grid work, stargate work. So it's about planetary stuff. It's on a, on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, level three, we train people to take people on guided meditation, healing, like adventures. So a group of 10 people or a thousand people, whatever it might be, we show them how to kind of navigate the quantum fields, go through portals, take them into healing chambers, how to download the codes and have an amazing healing experience as a group, how to keep everybody safe and bring them back. Go to yeah, Alpha Centauri. Can you take us all to Alpha Centauri? Absolutely. We're at, well, we go to lots of different places, yeah, all over the universe. And is is it very valuable to track your own past life experiences or it, that isn't the, let me see, it seems like the art of what you're teaching besides helping people help each other uh, and evolve is to break out of even past life stuff. Is that right? Or I don't know. I made that up, you know. Well, it's not necessarily, yeah, it's, it, it, what, what you want to do is to, is to become whole. And if you've got fragmented pieces of your soul out experience in other realities, then that's not really that that healthy if they're if they're destructive and chaotic. Mm-hmm. So you need to go into those realities and, and bring those pieces of your home and, and collapse the timelines within those quantum spaces. And once that is done, the healing just takes place and then people become more and more powerful. It's a faster process for some and a longer process for other people. Interesting. And also when you spoke about working, like healing, for example, healing the planet, healing the atmosphere, grids and all that sort of thing. Is that something that you guys work on as well? Well, yeah, that's what our level two training is all about, all of that stuff. But I mean, we we do this kind of work every week, sometimes twice a week. Um, So, you know, we have weekly meditations. We're We're doing... Um, we have these things called interactive. So once or twice a month, the whole tribe gets to dick together to do this kind of work. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're always doing, and then I've got, I've got sort of smaller groups that I work with privately that we do this it's sort of like real high level grid work. So it's a big, it's a big part of it. There's, there's lots of groups around the planet that, that understand this work and we're all working together to, to create harmony in the quantum field. And do you do and, grids you know, with those other people? Sorry, go ahead. We all work. We, we sometimes I work with other groups, but mostly we kind of work within our own groups. But everybody's doing the work, you know, and, and together it creates wholeness. You know, some some groups work on certain pieces of the grids. Other groups work on other parts of the grid. So, yeah. And how is your? Are you intuitive and psychic and all those things as well? You know, it depends what you, you, you know, they're just words, really. A lot of people, you know, like for me, I, I can pick up information. I feel information. I see information. You know, I can go and read someone's letters in their drawer in their house across the other side of the world if I want to go and remote view them. So, like, you know, I can tap the, tap the information in the field. I don't really want to label myself as psychic or this or that, but, 
yeah, I, 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 can, I can gather information, observe information, collect information if I decide to from this reality, from other realities. Well, it just sounds to me like, or I guess what I would say is that we are frequency beings and you're really helping us to expand and be make available uh, some of the huge transcendent qualities and all that. Is that right? Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, I want every human being to, to be able to teleport and, and, and move things with telekinesis, you know, heal at distance, like all of these, you know, multidimensional abilities. Yeah, you know, we, we all have them locked inside of us. We're just we're just tapping them and remembering them. Mm-hmm. You know, a gift that I've, I, I really got is, is, is to heal at distance and heal hands on as well. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm sharing with the world. There are some people that are great at telekinesis. That's not something that I've mastered yet, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a bit of telepathy, I'm, you know, I, I, I can communicate on that level with certain people. Um, but again, it's not something I can do with everybody. And, and sometimes it comes and goes. It's something I need to work on more. But we all, everybody has access to all of these abilities. And I think as, you know, consciousness expands and frequency rises, we're all going to be able to tap all of these abilities. And, and, and that's kind of my goal and my dream to see everybody on this planet, you know, imagine when we're all telepathic, no one's going to be able to tell any lies. The whole world's going to change. <laughs> That'd be great, eh? You know, it's going to be beautiful, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about animals? I bet you work with animals too, do you? We do, yeah. I mean, we don't advertise it, but people always write in and say, you know, I've got a, a dog or a cat or a horse or a fish or, you know, we've worked with birds. We've worked with all sorts of animals. I mean, animals are really easy to work with. They're very, very simple. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just so easy to connect with. There's a lot more layers with humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but animals, yeah, they're just open books. So it's really easy to tap their consciousness and, and work with them. Isn't that fascinating? Wow. So um, would you like to just tell people, um, I'd like you to tell people how to, first of all, you have some wonderful stuff on your website, which teaches about meditation or some of the basics of what you do. Would you like to tell people what's coming up and where you're going to be? And Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe yeah, you can I mean, travel through dimensions without having to sign up on where you're going to be. Is that right? I mean, if you go to the website, starmagichealing.com, uh, you, you've got Infinity, which is kind of like our monthly uh, like tribe membership. So it's free for seven days. And then you pay like £27 a month. It's less than a pound a day. And you get access to hundreds of meditations, light codes, light language transmissions, cosmic yoga videos, nutrition, master classes. Uh, there's loads of things on there. We've just started a new frequency spa today. So there's a whole heap of tools that you can engage in daily hourly weekly like just as much or as little as you want to engage and we've got groups and support groups and you can book calls with our star buddies that show you around it's all it's, it's all part of part of the oh the boy, deal. So, you know we've got yeah i mean it, it, it's highly transformational people have, have, have changed their lives just 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 engaging with that then we've got our trainings we've got our next training starting on the 6th of february uh we've got trainings all year online some in person. We, we were doing them all online because of COVID the last two years, but we're starting to get back into in-person trainings now. Uh, we got a tour of Egypt coming up in March. We do ayahuasca retreats, um, all sorts of stuff. So the best thing to do is just to get over to the website, go to the events section, check out Infinity, and, and just see what we do. And, and just if you've got any questions, just, just connect with us. Tons of questions. Okay, uh, because it's just so uh, uh, exciting, you know. When you mentioned ayahuasca, I know you'd had a, a drug history, but you're not doing that kind of drug, I don't think, at all, are you? No. But the ayahuasca thing, does that open people to accept uh, uh, a huge change or more of the quantum or more, uh, what would you say about that? I mean, for me, ayahuasca is just a beautiful, beautiful uh teacher you know it's a beautiful guide i mean i recommend everybody takes ayahuasca you know we also like do san pedro ceremonies um so yeah we we experiment a lot with with plant medicine uh i've drunk ayahuasca probably over 100 times and every time it's just a wild and new experience you know the first time i drank ayahuasca was in brazil and um i'll tell you a funny little story like i was uh I, I was on the toilet, okay, and and <laughs> and and, and I, I was just sat there, and I looked down at the floor, and I see this little frog, 
And I wasn't sure whether I was just kind of hallucinating, like tripping out a little bit, or whether there was a real frog there. And so I grabbed this little bit of plastic by the toilet roll holder and I kind of touched the frog and the frog jumped on my leg and I shit myself. Oh, and, no. uh, and I realized it was a real frog. So anyway, I got up off the toilet and I walked over the frog. I, I walked about a meter. I turned around and looked at the frog and then suddenly all of my consciousness was in the frog and the frog oh, was in me. So oh. I was having a conversation with myself as the frog and the frog was talking to me as me. And it was unreal. I mean... It was so vivid and so real. I, I mean, I've had so many wild experiences on ayahuasca, and you know, it it really opens you up to to to, to so much magic and, and truth. And I recommend everybody does it. It's, it's a wow. great healer. It's a great guide. Everyone should should. Is it a healer it. of uh, addictions for people who are stuck with that? Absolutely, absolutely, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I heard that psilocybin was, and I. It's not the same thing, but still. yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we, we, we sometimes do like ten day retreats where we'll we'll do um, San Pedro, we'll do mushrooms, we'll do Aya, and and we'll we'll drink morning and night time, and, and and it's literally ten days of, of different plant medicine journeys, mm-hmm. and and by the time you leave one of those, you are just a completely different human in a positive way, wow. yeah. And the association among the people there does that even become more evolved or more harmonious or just is or... yeah i mean you're like you're like after the first ceremony you're like family by the end of the 10 days you just you know you just it's like you've known each other for a million years and just you know yeah it's, wow. everything's raw and open in those spaces so you know you get to see everybody at such a different level and and, and again you can't unsee once you've seen and you can't unconnect once you've connected like that and it just opens up so many new relationships and people do business together sometimes people get into personal relationships you know like 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 lovers you know i mean oh, wow. so many things happen so yeah. tell me about your family do do your children get involved in all this expansion whether it's the ayahuasca or just expansion of consciousness and multidimensionality Absolutely. I'm not drunk ayahuasca with, with both of my children. I've done mushrooms with my children. I mean, every experience that they want to, to, to have, I, I provide it for them. I think it's really important. Mm. So, yeah, I, you know, they're, they're, I pulled them out of school when they were 10 and 10 and 12. So they've literally just traveled the world with me for like four or five years. And um, yeah, just been to all the trainings. So they know star magic. They know how to heal, you know how to, to, to run ceremonies they've they, they've experienced it all and so i'll bet they I know who they are absolutely i mean i always go to my daughter for, for, for advice she's my number one port of call she's oh. like a wise owl oh isn't that <laughs> you wonderful? know so like yeah well you're absolutely fascinating yeah. i'm gonna come on in to one of your facilitating groups i'd like to do it in person but we'll see what happens yeah yeah we, we've got an in-person training coming up in november in sedona Oh, in Sedona, how wonderful. In America, yeah, in Sedona, yeah, yeah. If, if everything opens up, I'm, I, I'm not vaxxed, I'm not going to get vaxxed. And as long as we can come in, 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 in December without being vaxxed, I'll be there. And you can, uh, well, why don't you throw in a, a 20 cents on uh, COVID? What about healing of that? Can people learn how to heal themselves that way? Uh, absolutely. Again, everything is... Uh, it's just a symptom. It's it's an equation, and you just go into your into the quantum, go into the into the, the database of information that's that's running frequencies into your biological computer, and 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 do what you need to do. Like we've got a kind of, like what what we always do. We, we we always ask a question at the start of every healing session, mm-hmm. and that question is, please show me something I don't know to help me facilitate the healing of this incredible human being. And when you drop into your heart and you open it and you ask that question, please show me something I don't know, you start to open up into this field of infinite possibilities because we're not working inside of some kind of structured format. It's not a method. It's not a system. Systems don't work. Methods don't work. You know, every human is different. Every soul experience is different. So you have to ask that question, please show me something I don't know. And when you ask it, the universe starts to feed you information. So we show people how to tap that information and then what to do with it after to create the healing. It's like playing a computer game. Hmm. It's fun. Hmm. Also, I think that would uh, remove the tendency for self-judgment and comparison, wouldn't it? 
Absolutely. You know, like John might come today and, and, and have a, a brain tumor, then Andrew might come next week and have a brain tumor. But you can't think, oh, well, this works with John. It's going to work with Andrew. No, it, it might not work. So you've got to just go in like an open book, mm-hmm. like you've never done a healing session in your life and just ask that question again and start from scratch. That's great advice. Well, Jerry, thank you so much. I enjoyed this thoroughly. And of course, I'm just full of questions, but I'm going to go right through your whole website again. And this, you've been listening to Jerry Sargent, and it's of, I want to get the right title here, is uh, starmagichealing.com, right? Absolutely. Perfect. This man might be able to take us to different planetary consciousnesses. I don't know yet. <laughs> we have to ask that question, don't we, Jerry? Absolutely. Just just come. Just come and check out the website and, and connect with us. Super duper. Come and do one of the free meditations. Yeah, I've already done some of them. Thanks. I'm eager to do more. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, this is Veronica Antwistle being so excited to share Jerry Sargent and this wonderful world of ascension, uh, star magic healing, and uh, thank you for listening to Paradigm Shifters. Mm-hmm.